Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Coming up on the Devil's Puck Luck podcast, Kevin Ball is officially back in the Devil's Fold. We break down the contract, what it means for the defense in New Jersey, and whether or not we think Fitzgerald just keeps hitting every right button when it comes to offseason moves. Let's dive in next. Yes, sir. It is the Devil's Puck Luck Podcast right here. You may have noticed on the Hockey Podcast Network. We promised you big news, and this is exactly it. I'm Adam Armbrecht breaking down the Brooklyn Nets on the Locked On Nets podcast with Doug Norrie and your New York football giants on the One Giant Podcast with Andy Mack. Joined, as always, by Danny McDonough, the 20-year season ticket holder for your New Jersey Devils. Almost couldn't get it all out there, there, man. Too excited, too excited. We are going to talk about, obviously, Kevin Ball and the new contract, but just taking a moment here, as we will for these first couple of episodes, officially joining the Hockey Podcast Network, man. Um, There's a a ton of great shows. Gives us an opportunity to have some awesome crossover content. Ecstatic, man. Ecstatic to be taking the next step for us. This is awesome. Don't talk over me, okay? uh, My apologies. We're on a network. But, um, you know, it's awesome because, obviously, bridging the gap to all different teams across the NHL, and it's honored to be a part of it you know this is gonna be awesome it's gonna be a fun ride this uh, season for sure you better believe it so um stay tuned for all those great things we're reading with that but let's stay focused on what matters most and that obviously is going to be one kevin ball um Woo! this is how the offseason goes for the new jersey devils yeah. this year you just keep what you wait and you don't have to wait with like an anxious kind of energy you wait patiently and calmly because all the good news just keeps on coming yeah it's that that's the key point right there is that you are not worried you you trust fits you know what's going to happen he's moving this team in the right direction yeah. and you you know me man i've been a kevin ball fan since really the end of the season last year and the playoffs i thought he was a really important piece for this young devils team and i'm happy to see him get that contract Two-year, $2.1 million, 1.05 AAV for Kevin Ball. Just initially on the contract, um, does that seem like an absolute insane value? Because we're going to hit some quotes here from him as well. Just in terms of his age and right. where we think his game can go, it's short, so there's going to be an opportunity to get right. more money It's an money interesting question, line. obviously, but the two-year deal is obviously like, hey, you're a young player. This is your two-year deal. Prove to us what you can do. I'm going to say it here now. Okay. After two say years, now. Kevin Ball is going to be – long-term contract and at least three and a half to 4 million a year. I think he's going to be a phenomenal player. I think he is in the right direction with his career. 
barring something crazy where he just has a very, very off year, um, you're going to see him develop his game even more, which you saw the end of last season, obviously in the playoffs. But listen, I think there's a fair contract for both, you know, him and the Devils organization. And, and he wants to be a part of this core, which is, to me, that's the most important aspect of the signing, you know? Yeah, you're talking about at 23 years old, just to your point, two years from now, 25, and then you get that next contract. Maybe it's three and a half, four million dollars a year. Yeah. And maybe you lock him up for, you know, four year deal. Like I think Ball probably falls into this category that you want him to be around, you want him to be a part of this, but he may not be the guy that gets the six and seven year con, you know, the eight year deals, right. but that they're always taking care of him and hopefully always giving him what feels like market value. Um, before we just talk about what we think his game is going to be here, Amanda Stein, obviously, uh, for the New Jersey Devils, covers this. He uh, met, did Kevin Ball with the press on, uh, that'll be Tuesday. Yep. So on Tuesday, just a couple of uh, a nice quotes here, first of which was in terms of what he thinks, where his game is, right? right? I needed to grow and find out what I was going to do on this team, what I was capable of, Kevin Ball, on figuring things out this past season. On that first note, do you do you look back at this past year and think more, I saw the glimpses of what Kevin Ball could be and also the growing pains and the learning curve? Like, does that, Do you think he's accurately encapsulating himself? Absolutely. In? I think he knows in the beginning of last season that, he was kind of lost a little bit, like yeah. where he was going to fit into this team, how he was going to fit into this team. But more importantly, knowing how he had to be the specific player the Devils needed. Big body, tough against the boards, strong against the boards and making sure you pinch in the right moments, you know, and not giving up really bad defensive breaks. So, And you saw his maturation throughout the season, which we've talked about so many times. And I think that that grew and flourished against the Rangers in the playoffs and to me, it's listen. It, was that the coming out party for? Yeah. We, we talked about this with uh, Mikey McLeod as well. Just you know, when you get to that playoff, you get the opportunity. It, this is really from an organizational standpoint. Sure. You get to say who has that next gear to get to. It felt like Ball came into that series, came to the playoffs, and said, "Yeah, like I, I know. I mean, that's the course of an eighty-two game season. I know yeah. what I need to do here." Now, understanding as well, by the way that he played in 42 games total this past year. You know what so. I, you know how, where I look back is I called Salicata one night in the overnight mm. late night and he's a Ranger fan, as we know, you know, from the fan. Um, and he was like talking on a radio and he was very like, who is this ball guy? Who is this guy? You know, against uh, you know, the Rangers in the playoffs, right, right, like he was a dominant <laughs> factor and he was like, right. Oh, this guy's crazy. So it's, he came into his own and he was getting noticed by everyone across the NHL, especially Ranger fan. Listen, he was he was frustrating the Rangers, you know, yeah. all series. And he's going to be that type of player. He's also going to be the type of player that's going to defend our young core physically. I can see him having a lot more fights this year. I can see him getting into more scraps this year, especially after losing Wood. You know, mm -hmm. Wood was going to throw hands. You know, we know he's going to fight a little bit. Yep. Bastion, obviously, is going to fight a little bit. So I think he's going to have a lot more different styles he has to really give the Devils this year. And listen, he's a big body. He knows what to do, you know, and he's learning how to control his body. He's learning what he needs to do to be in the defensive core, you know. And so coming up here in a second, let's take a look at another couple of quotes uh, from the press conference with Kevin Ball as covered by Amanda Stein. And then look inside the lineups and expectations just from a production standpoint, even beyond the big hits and everything else yeah, you yeah. wanted to do. How does Ball take that next leap? We'll continue it next. Jump back into the conversation after I let you know that jump back in on the conversation after let you know today's episode is brought to you by DraftKings. you knew do 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 
Jump right back in on the conversation after I let you know today's episode is brought to you by DraftKings. New customers can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code THPN, just like our network. Bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN, just like the Hockey Podcast Network, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelpline.org. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resorts in Kansas City, in West Virginia, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Race in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. You can call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 plus in most eligible states, but ages vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus best expires seven days after issuance and one boost per eligible game. Opt-in required max bet $50. 10 plus leg required for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms of sportsbook, DraftKings.com slash baseball terms okay so as we're talking about kevin ball signing the two-year extension uh, average 1.05 aav per year which is right in the sweet spot from a price point if you're the new jersey devils i wanted to touch back into this other one here um when uh, talking with amanda stein at his press conference you've got two top d men moving out so it's going to be different but at the same time, we've still got a really good D core. That's Kevin Ball on the D changes this offseason. Yeah. Let's look at it from that standpoint now. You're talking about a player that's 23 years old, has a lot of growth, has that next big step to take. And the the pocket, the opening to take that next big step he, is very much in front of him to yeah, fill. Yeah, and, and I think he knows and he's recognizing right there that Severson and Graves were important players for this Devils organization, and he is going to have to step up in a big way. And it's not a one-year deal. It's a two-year deal, but it's a right. two-year type of deal where you're going to have to prove yourself as you're going to be the staple of this defensive core. And I think having that and, and knowing where he stands with the organization, like I said, it's, it's time for him to prove that his game is going to be consistent. You know, And I love that quote. I really do. Now, do you look at where, what pairing do you want to see him on when we talk about his impact? There's a few different things and a few ways I look at this. Mm-hmm. I would love to see him with Luke Hughes. I really would. I think that. Oh, that's the really nice defensive, yeah, offensive minded. And he's a big body, right. you know, so, you know, Luke Hughes is going to skate through the center of the ice and he's mm-hmm. going to be that offensive defenseman. And again, it's going to add a little protection to Luke Hughes because he's going to take some open ice hits. You know, it's going to yeah. happen. Um, physicality wise, he's going to be protecting Luke Hughes. But also when Luke Hughes, who is going to pinch more often than Kevin Ball will, you have Kevin Ball there to obviously protect defensively. So I, I would love to see them on a pairing six six two thirty kevin ball uh luke hughes top of your head do you know what his measurables are what is he uh 511 185 oh come on dude what is he six two is he six two but 190 <laughs> i didn't realize he was six two I, i'm wondering I, I so quinn hughes i think their their brother is a little shorter right if i'm oh i don't know you look at that stat i'm curious okay. here. Wait, wait, do you know and jack's six well, foot talk, right yeah let's talk uh from a brother's standpoint i think jack's uh, six foot where's jack come in 
Oh, Jackie boy. Man, I'm thinking about this. Five, Jack, no, Jack Hughes is 5'11". 5'11", all right. Ja so he's Jack Hughes, 5'11", 175. You know, in, in my defense, we haven't seen Luke Hughes on the ice as much, so you don't realize how big well, he is, 6'2". He's it, lanky, too. So. If you remember, uh, I'm going to try to look up Quinn Ball's. Quinn Ball. I got Kevin Ball on the, on the mind here. Um, I, I When you think about when he first came on the ice, the first time they saw him make his debut down the back end of the season, um, I, I remember in the moment being like, oh, he's big. Yeah. Like, but, and again, when we were there at, at, at um, at the Prudential center and you, you were like, it's like 190 pounds. I was like, but he looks yeah. big. Now, again, there's, there's the length there, which, which is a positive for him in terms of, Hey, yeah, you're never going to see this kid. He's not getting to, he's not getting <laughs> to Kevin ball status of 230, but I can easily see him getting up to 200. Oh, for, yeah. Look at Jack Hughes. You know, right. Jack Hughes got bigger, you know, he developed his body. Obviously he's a young kid, you know? So it, it's, they're going to lift weights, you know, they're going to get stronger. Um, but yeah, you'd probably be like 200 pounds. I could see him, you know, six two, 200 pounds. It's a strong defenseman. So, but obviously you don't want Luke Hughes to be the guy that's throwing bodies. You know, you obviously right. want him to be strong on the boards, you know, for checking wise too, but you don't want him to be the guy that's throwing the big hits. That's Kevin Ball's job. You know, to, to me, that's why they would fit well on a line together, on a um, pairing together. Ex expectations then uh, from a production standpoint for Kevin Ball, understanding the role that you're talking about him fitting into. Let's remember, again, 42 games this past year. So if we're talking about him being available for the majority of 82 games, maybe, you know, a couple of days of rest here and there. What, what do you want to see from a stat line from him? We know we, we get away from the plus minus. That's not indicative of, of how you are production wise, but talking about hits, and then even talking about a little bit of the offensive game, though. I mean, how can he impact it if you're talking about a pairing like that with Luke Hughes potentially on that defensive pairing? I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just thinking outside the box that he will be with uh, Luke Hughes. But, you know, Luke Hughes could also be with, like, someone like Marino, too. So, sure. obviously, seeing how things play out. Kevin Ball's offensive numbers will obviously be better if he's with Luke Hughes on a pairing. What do you, okay, hold on. Let's even, let's even pause that for one second because, to your point, you'd like to see him with Luke Hughes. Right, yeah. What is the pairing that then, if not Luke, where is he going to pair with what makes sense for you when you look at some of the additions uh, and, then, and then some of the Marino. I, I would like to see him with Marino, to be honest with you. Because so I, you would put Ball on the second pairing with, with Marino, Marino yes. and then put Luke Hughes on the third pairing? Probably with Miller. Okay. You know? I assuming, hear, no. assuming, I know, I know what you're be. saying. <laughs> because then if you have John Marino and Kevin Ball on a pairing, it's going to be a very defensive pairing and a shutdown type of uh, second, uh, second defensive pairing, you know? Which... Right. It's, it's interesting you know so there's i think that, listen it's lindy rough you know there's going to be a lot of line combination changes you know it's going to happen i think hamilton and siegenthal are going to be on a line together the number one line you yeah. know for so it there's a lot of there's a lot of questions all right right back to the conversation after we let you know that even if you're not going on vacation summer's still all about being in a vacation state of mind whether i want to be rocking out to my favorite old school band weezer or just need a little bit of time to retreat inside my own head i love creating my own summer soundtrack by popping in my raycon wireless earbuds there's obviously a lot going on in the summer sometimes you need to get pumped up when you're going to go get together with a bunch of friends or maybe you want to go ahead and keep calm with some guided meditation all I can tell you is that Raycons are the best way to listen. You can use earbud tap functions to toggle between three customizable sound profiles, noise isolation, and awareness mode as well. Raycons have a 32-hour battery life, including eight hours of playtime, so you can listen to what you want, when you want, for a really long time. They come with custom gel tips for the most comfortable in-ear fit, and they start at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 30-day happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose. 
Create your own soundtrack with Raycon right now. Listeners of the Devil's Puck Luck podcast can get 15% off of their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash THPN, just like our network. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to save 15% off on Raycons, buyraycons.com slash THPN. By the way, I uh, I got there. Quinn Hughes, 5'10", 170. Wow, the lightest so, and smallest. So Luke Hughes, yeah, Luke Hughes, the Luke tallest. Hughes, Luke Hughes, when they get together for family events, he he muscles around Jack and Quinn. Well, now that you think about it, like if you if you see pictures of them, now it makes sense. You know, yes, I knew yeah. Luke Hughes was a little bit taller. I did not think he was six two. Yeah. But like you said too, he's gonna develop. Obviously, he's man. I'm only five eleven. I'm twenty pounds heavier than him. You might want uh, it, you know, get it together yeah, so anyway. We don't need to get too much in the weeds on that. Ooh. Bottom line being, I think you're right. We, we'll see how – this is why camp becomes so interesting for the Devils because you mentioned about Lindy Ruff and these combinations. One of the things I would love to see them flesh out when it comes to a Kevin Ball is saying, how do we try to define these pairings as early as possible? Sure. And that includes Luke Hughes. It includes Miller, as you mentioned, because – you know, last year it, it felt like you were taking different samples because you really didn't know what we talked about this before. You, you kind of were overachieving throughout the year. So it seemed like Lindy Ruff was still trying to follow the same model right. if you weren't overachieving and saying we're still trying to figure things out because in the big picture, that matters. If you had stuck with X or Y pairing, it may have ultimately panned out. But then the job of Fitzgerald is offseason, making key decisions, 100%. contracts might have been a little more difficult. And that, I know that's hard for fans to sometimes hear, like when you're in a season and you want the division 100%. and you want to win in the playoffs, you're, you know, why are you messing with this? Well, because we know that two and three years down the road, we don't want to look back and think that we maybe gave the contract to the right. wrong player and missed an opportunity to catch a guy in an upswing and, and Kevin Ball falls yeah, into it. It's, it's an absolutely excellent point. Also, not to jump back a little bit, but remember, he's going to get a lot of time in the penalty kill. Well, and that was the other thing that I wanted to talk about, too, just because you mentioned Luke Hughes, and we know that he's going to have a big role when it comes to the power play. That's where we think he can make a lot of his headway. But then for Kevin Ball, with some of the removal of other defensive players, sure. he now becomes – and that, that maybe becomes interesting. If we go back to these pairings for a second, that becomes a little fascinating for me because if we think that Ball could have a key role in penalty kill moments, then I wonder how you look at the third and fourth line defensive pairings and the functionality that you want to have with him, meaning, you yeah, know, are you more are you more concerned about the kill opportunities or about what he's going to be potentially paired with Luke Hughes defensively or paired with Marino and how you structure that? Ryan Graves had a lot of penalty kill time. That's what I mean, year. right? You so know, you're, so you're, Kevin Ball is stepping into that role, and you're going to see the special teams be very different, obviously, than your three pairings defensively. But I can see Ball and Marino out on the penalty kill, and then I could see Ball with Luke Hughes a lot, you know, on mm -hmm. five on five. There's there's a lot to shake down. Obviously, it's gonna obviously depend on you know you know preseason and and kind of the chemistry of different players too, and a lot of trial by error. You know, comfortability when it comes to different players with different you know offensive groups, defensive groups, what whatever it might be. So for me, I still would love to see Luke Hughes with Ball just as that security blanket because I want and you want to make sure that Luke Hughes does not worry about his game in the sense of. We need that offensive capability yeah. from Luke Hughes still. And I like the dynamic, two very yeah. young players, and just makes for an exciting uh, exciting pairing there on the defensive side. 
That being the case, it's a two-year extension, $2.10 million average AAV of 1.05. And just as a reminder, penalty minutes, he did have last year over 42 games, 35 penalty minutes for Kevin Ball. We expect that to grow. We expect the games to grow here, obviously. And listen, two goals and six assists, he is not going to be, and we talk about this all the time, a defensive player that you worry about what type of stats, box scores. No. All I care about is, as you've mentioned, protecting the guys that you're paired with, being a very sound, mm-hmm. fundamental defensive player because while this has become a very deep offensive team, there are definitely going to be some explorative you know, oh, moments 100%. here early in the season when it comes to the defense. I think it's a good trade-off that Fitzgerald has made this offseason, but it's going to look different, and players like Ball are going to have to step up in a big way. Closing Absolutely. thoughts. Uh, listen, Kevin Ball can easily be like a five to seven goals, 20 assists type of guy, you know, but we talk about the plus minus not being a huge thing. And, uh, you know, you overlook it sometimes and maybe it's a stat that's misleading, but it's going to be important for Kevin Ball. You know, it's you know, we talk about the back end of this team, obviously making sure to protect our goaltending, because I think that is the biggest question mark around the league. Are the Devils going to be able to sustain a big run mm-hmm. with our goaltending? And Kevin Ball is going to fall into that huge factor of replacing Ryan Graves' minutes yeah. and being a key player defensively. But if he's playing with Luke Hughes a little bit, he's going to get some offensive numbers, mostly assists, assists, I'm sure. So, you know, listen, I love Kevin Ball. I've always been a big Kevin Ball guy. So congratulations to him on the contract. I think it's great for the Devils organization, and I'm excited to see him on the ice. Reminder, as we say, that we are officially, as you've noticed, if you're watching us over on YouTube, a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Couldn't be more excited to be a part of it, and you can expect a lot more expanding content as we head through this offseason and towards ultimately the regular season. In the meantime, you get over to Twitter, where you can follow at Adam Armbrecht. You can follow at Danny the Face. You get us over on YouTube at Devils Puck Luck podcast on instagram at devil's puck Club. and of course back over on twitter at nj devils pl to make sure that you're just getting all the coverage all the information hey, we're on tiktok too and we're also on tiktok at devil's, I'm puck, assuming devil's puck luck yeah. so they call that social media <laughs> and you can find us all over the place man until next time as we say just like we want the man on the ice let's all keep balling